Welcome everybody. It is March 8th. Al Pro Utah. I'm T. I'm here with B. What's up, B? Uh, nothing much. Just watching college basketball. We're also, it, it is March. It is March. In the words of John Rothstein, it is March. And when that we sleep in May. So if he's if he's listening, you're welcome on the pod. Also, don't sue us. No, he no he he has better things to do than to sue us. Especially uh, during, hope. especially he, he he won't be able to sue us until May. True, true. So we at least have we at least have like a little over a month. But luckily, we have our legal counsel on as well. The Tan Man is is sitting around, sitting around as well. Tan Man funding this week's funding this week's uh, Mountain Dew flavor of the week, which is uh, Live Wire. Which, if y'all didn't know, it's the orange one. So, Tammy, how you feeling? Oh, I'm so beat. Aren't Ooh, we all? Those aren't the vibes? Aren't we all, Tammy? But I'm, you know what? Whenever I'm feeling down, whenever I'm feeling a little beat, nothing cures like March Madness. So, it's and Mountain true. Dew. It's true. And Mountain Dew. The Do official drink of BNT Talks Sports. Do you want me to get you one? I, I'm good, my man. <laughs> I'm just excited that. You know, Groundhog Day is now six weeks ago, and we can launch into the spring that is March Madness. Yes. yes. And something that I don't miss about Virginia when it comes to spring is the pollen. It's it's not it's not quite out here in Utah. So no. I'm glad that no pollen. I remember growing up whenever there was a March Madness game on, mm-hmm. in between games or at halftime I'd go out and shoot some hoops in the driveway. And, and die. And I would literally <laughs> just die from the pollen out there. Like, it would just get all over my hands, all over the ball. You could see it on the backboard. So when you, like, did a layup off the backboard, yeah. and it, it would hit, when it hit the board, it would, like, shake. And just all this pollen would just, like, come off. So yeah. definitely, definitely uh, glad that we're not in Virginia right now for that aspect. But speaking of Virginia – UVA is kind of looking a bit shaky as probably one of the, you know, they're part of the top 25 teams. ACC probably won't have a strong showing come this tournament. So let's dive into the P6s, the P6 conferences, those teams, uh, maybe some straggler teams here and there. There's been some wild games from the mid-majors yeah. and lower majors, so – uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about ACC first. So yeah, you got yeah. Virginia, North Carolina. We're currently watching them mm-hmm. against Boston College, uh, Duke, Miami, Duke, Miami can probably make a make a good run in the ACC tournament. They're probably the favorites. Uh, we all know that I love Pittsburgh, but yeah. who who knows where they stand They've right now? Shaky lately. Yeah, I, I will say with Virginia. Like, they were shaky against Boston College in North Carolina. Um, but after those games, I, I reported in by saying, um, I'm not looking for perfection, but I'm looking for better performances and wins against Clemson and Louisville to go in the ACC tournament. And that's what they did. I'm no longer panicking. I'm still not like, I'm not going to go to bat for this team saying that, like, I'm overly confident that they can win the ACC tournament, that they can make a run in the NCAA tournament. I'm not saying they won't do that or can't do that. They certainly can. I'm just not necessarily, like, super confident that they will. I'm not confident 
that they won't either. But I still feel very strongly one way or another. Them, just like every other team in this country besides maybe the top four or five, looks really good sometimes and looks really bad sometimes. Especially so. especially with Virginia. Uh, you always know that their defense will show up. It's just a matter of if they, if they can put the ball in the bucket and yeah. who's going to do that and who are the matchups. Yeah. Uh, is Vanderplaus going to hit shots? He won't. That That's the thing. That's – that has been or, solidified that or, he will not hit it. Or uh, will Armand Franklin yeah. uh, be more consistent? He's been will Gardner get to that lately. mid-range spot that he likes? He's been doing that he, lately. He Clark will will set other guys up for success, but mm-hmm. can he even be a threat scoring? Uh, Reese Beekman, can he s- step up? Uh, defensively to get those easy turnover buckets. But yeah. it just it just depends if. All, yeah. If all these moving pieces, and it's very possible for Virginia, mm-hmm. can all these moving pieces be together, right? Yeah. Um, I think, I think I, I don't want to make this a whole Virginia thing, but, like, I, I do it's think. It's not. It's an ACC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I still want to dwell on them for too long. Um, but, you know, like, I, I sort of think, like, they have put all of those things together at times. And they did have that bad stretch of two games. Uh, but they've since looked more like themselves. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that, um, you know, they're great. But they, they finished as a co-ACC champion for a reason. Um, they, you know, they're not a great team. Like, they don't do things that wow you, but they just find ways to win. They yeah. find ways to beat you. Um, you know, so... It'll be interesting. That, that I would guess they're playing North Carolina tomorrow, um, assuming North Carolina doesn't blow this 14-point lead to Boston College late in the first half. That'll be a very interesting game. Um, I could see it going out of way, honestly. It just really – I think it, it depends less on – Virginia, North Carolina is less – for me, about Virginia and more like what Carolina team comes out. And and Armando Baycott just went out with an injury. Yes, so. that also matters. So, who knows? Uh, North Carolina needs to make a run in this tournament in order to have a shot at the big dance. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the teams that are solidified. That so, are in the tournament? So, we got, we got, Absolutely. UV, we got UVA. Duke is going to be in. Absolutely. It's just a matter of where they're at. I could see Duke at like a five or six seed, or I could see them as, as a 10 seed, right? I feel yeah. like they could really be anywhere. They'd I think, probably I think be on they, the higher, like the, excuse me, the lower seed, like the like a better seed. I think they're and in like the six, seven category right now. Yeah, but, you know, if they play one game and they just get blown out, it's By like. Pitt, yeah. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Pittsburgh's in. Oh, I Pittsburgh's know. in probably. I you know I can see Pitt as a bubble. I, I think, me, I think not, probably not, not, not a bubble, yeah, but yeah. like a play-in game. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see I, that. I think they're in, but like I'm not going at like I think there is a eighty percent chance they are. I think yeah. I think not blowing the Georgia Tech game was huge. Yeah, if they can just like let's say they lose by eight tomorrow to Duke, I think they're fine. Yeah, uh, Miami, Miami. Did we say them? Miami, we, we've, mentioned, we've mentioned them, but yeah. we haven't got there. Probably, and I think NC State I put in the same category as Pitt. Yeah, like um, a, and no one else I'm confident in. Clemson, I guess, could make a run to get in. UNC could. UNC is going to have to. 
UNC is going to, I think, have to make the ACC championship to do that. Yeah, and it's to, uh, to feel confident that they're in. Yeah, hey, yeah, I definitely which would feel mean confident. finishing this, fin- beating Virginia, and uh, then beating NC State, Virginia Tech, or Clemson. So it'd be three wins in three days. That that's a factor with these conference tournaments that people forget is like having buys, having double buys is just huge because these are just a lot of games towards the end of the season that these guys are playing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, what what are your what are your vibe like? Should we just? I mean, I think we will probably want to cover all the power conferences at least briefly. So I guess like, what? Who? What's your championship? Who do you see winning over here? Uh, Have you seen the bracket? I think I, I'll pull up the bracket, but uh, Tan Man, let's what, just – we know the Tan Man's been busy with legal stuff, so mm-hmm. briefly, who, who – what, what are your best vibes? What, what are your best feelings for the, for the ACC if you, had to, if you had to go with one team? Uh, Base, and this is – like we're disclaiming that like, like – as long as you, as long as you, as long as you don't know, as long as you don't say Syracuse, I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I haven't been that buried in life. I think uh, Virginia and Duke both have a good chance to win all. Um, I think Miami, even though they are the number one seed, uh, it's the regular season, guys. And if we learned anything from the NBA, the regular season means nothing. Now, if the regular season does mean anything, I think, and this is definitely not on topic, Utah State deserves a chance. <laughs> not not for the ACC, but to get into the big dance. Okay, fair enough. There's the ACC so, update by the Tan Man. So, we'll, we'll just go with NC State because that's the, cl- the closest sounding. Let's just, to, to let's just find State. something completely unrelated to what he said. Because no. what he said had zero relevance to what we're doing. No, no, they both have state in the name. So, okay. that's that's my But You know, I actually, kind of going off that. I like this tournament. Even though it, like it's, it's fun. To, like, this is a big joke, the ACC tournament. The ACC tournament in Greensboro is always going to be fun to me, no matter if the conference sucks. Yeah. I'm gonna, anyway, I'm gonna go yeah. UVA. I'm gonna go UVA Duke. Uh huh. Um. Well, excuse me, UVA Miami. Um, okay. I think Miami takes it, which I don't think it will will be too surprising. Yeah. I think. Uh, I'll. I'll. Uh, the Tan Man says that perhaps the regular season doesn't matter, which to a sense. Can be true, but I think in this case it's the, it's the NBA fan in him that has tainted him. That that also tainted <laughs> Utah State. Enlightened me. Yeah. Enlightened. Yes. Okay. No, I think I think I think uh, I think Virginia has a good showing in the tournament, but Miami just I think people fall in love with Miami, uh-huh. and Miami just puts on a show against UVA, ends up winning by fifteen, like a sixty-five to fifty. Like not like embarrassing, yeah. but just like UVA can't get a bucket kind of yeah, vibe. I yeah, and I I, could, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, um, but yeah. So let's. I mean, let's move on to the Big Ten. Oh, oh, sorry. I should give mine. I'm gonna well, say, give yours. And I'm then gonna we'll say yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna. I'm I as the Homer in me. I'm gonna say what I want to happen right now. Uh, so Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech's going to beat NC State tonight. 
Virginia Tech will then uh, beat Clemson tomorrow. Virginia will beat Carolina tomorrow. Virginia will then beat Virginia Tech, and then Virginia will beat Duke in the championship. So Virginia will get to beat three days in a row the three teams I hate the most: Carolina, Virginia Tech, and Duke. I, re- I don't. I don't. Disclaimer: I don't think that's any of that's going to happen. That's what I want. I realistically agree with Miami winning it over Virginia. And if not Virginia, I think NC State. I really hope I really hope that happens for you, man. We would love that for you. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's move on to the Big Ten real quick. Um, got Purdue as the one, Northwestern as the two, Indiana as the three, Michigan State as the four, with about five through ten. Really could go anywhere, all the way from Iowa to Penn State, if you're looking at the bracket. Um, what are your first initial thoughts, and then we'll move on, uh, and then we'll move on to championship predictions, yeah. slash um, the Tan Man's vibe. For We're just going to have them give vibes for what he thinks. Or maybe they're not vibes. Maybe they're legitimate. Maybe they're but, informed. Um... Ouch. Uh, <laughs> that, that sounded very harsh. I didn't mean for it to. I guess my initial thought is, why do we think the Big Ten's good? I look at all these teams, and I'm like, none of these teams are good. Wisconsin, they're playing in the first four. They're on the bubble. Why are they on the bubble? But then we have Clemson as a three-seed in the ACC. It's like, oh, I don't know if they can make it. But like the committee's like, you know what we love to see? We love to see you lose to good teams. That's all that matters. I, I don't know why Wisconsin's on the bubble. Wisconsin's won six games in the last two months. Yeah, if if that's true. I, I, they will. They, okay, a disclaimer. They're losing to the worst team in the conference, Ohio State, by 17 right now, midway through the second half. So they will not be in the tournament. So, But the fact that we're talking about them potentially yeah. being in the tournament makes me angry. Um, other vibes, though, I think this is a tournament that is – I think this is a tournament that could be very prone to just a random team winning it that you don't expect. Yeah. Maybe even one that's on the bubble who wouldn't have been in otherwise and they steal a bit. Kind of like how Virginia Tech won it last year. I could see that sort of vibe because uh, Purdue doesn't blow me away. Indiana is – I like Northwestern. They're fun, but I don't know how much I, I really believe in them. Indiana's the team I want to say – but, like, I, I just can't trust Indiana. Well, Indiana. Anyway, yeah. Indiana plays to the competition. Yeah, which in a conference tournament is really not great because you play all arrays of competition. Yeah. And the Big Ten is so even right now. And, like, I mean, you have essentially from Purdue to, like, to the 10 seed, mm-hmm. Penn State. Um, I mean, it could really just be anyone um, that, that that could take it, in my opinion. I mean, Purdue's the favorite, obviously. Yeah, uh, but let's. I want to go with. I think I think Purdue makes it to the championship. Oh man, I, and I want to say Indiana also, but I just don't. You know, like Indiana would have to. Probably Maryland or Minnesota. The winner, the winner of Minnesota and Nebraska will play Maryland, and then the winner of that will play Indiana. 
I think it's Maryland that wins that. I could see Maryland beating Indiana and then losing in the, the semifinal. But I, I'm high on, my, on Maryland come NCAA tournament time. Uh, I'm going to say Purdue wins it, though, uh, against Northwestern, just the one versus the two. I'm really fine with anything else. I'm really fine with any outcome. I think the Purdue is the best, and that they'll 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 take it home. I, I I do think it's one of those where it's like you're looking at it, and no one really is like that big of a fan of Purdue. So they're sitting there, like going, "Well, who else can I choose?" And you're struggling to find a good. Person. Yeah. Um. Here is what I will. Hmm. I think Purdue's one and done this turn. I think Michigan beats Rutgers and then beats Purdue. I'm a big believer in this this Michigan team that's coming on of as of late. They're very young. They've had some injuries, but their young guys are really performing. Hunter Dickinson's like the oldest real main contributor. You have Kobe Bufkin, who's a sophomore, who's like an NBA guy. Jet Howard's really good. Um, Ter- Terrace Reed. Um, like another 6'10 big that they put with Dickinson and play some old school ball. I like Doug McDaniel is their point guard out of D.C. A lot of Nova guys and D.C. guys in this Michigan team. Uh, watching Michigan play in person, I really like them. Um, I like Penn State potentially. I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say in the semis, you're seeing Indiana beat Penn State. And then in the championship game, um, or in the so I'm going to say Indiana over Penn State on one side. I'm going to say Michigan State over Michigan on the other. I'm going Michigan State to win the Big Ten tournament, just because I'm struggling to find a team that I trust. And if I am struggling to find a team that I really trust to win this, I'm going to put my marbles into Tomism. Yeah, that's a, in a postseason set, and that's a and that's a safe bet. I do like he, Rutgers though a lot, which is and which, they've been cold though, and they're they a bubble team. And you know, I love um, uh, um, um, Kalhi or Mokehi Paul, the yeah, yeah. point guard, uh, Armour Rui is the big big center. Cam Spencer, the shooting guard, they have a really good three man. But yeah, how deep can they go? Is that it, team, is that, it, that game is a that game. Michigan Rutgers. I will say, I'll just add, whoever loses that, I think, is not making the tournament, and whoever wins has a prime opportunity if they beat Purdue. Either of those teams is almost definitely. Uh, so it's a big game. It's a it's a loser goes home. Is it safe to say that you've been on Michigan and that Michigan's been doing well ever since you went to the game? So in turn, are you giving yourself credit to Michigan's success? Uh, also, Michigan State because they played Michigan State to both to both teams. Yes. Okay. I will take credit for good, good job. Let's let's clap it for Ben. Clap it for Ben. I, I I will give credit to myself, especially watching programs, um, especially watching a guy like Tom Izzo who's been coaching that team as long as I've lived and had success before I could even walk. But yes, it, it would be my. And you know, we love that for you yes. as well. So, all right, Tam, man, what are your vibes? Who's who's taking it home in, in the Big Ten Championship? I mean, before we even get to that point, let's talk about the elephant in the room. You have yourselves a situation where you're not sure who's going to win the conference. And even then, you're not sure if they're going to go very far to dance. 
we have ourselves the Conference of Cannibals. This is Pac-12 football in basketball form. <laughs> that is this tournament. So, uh, Big Ten fans, it's the truth. You hate to hear it. Like, absolutely tweet at me if you think otherwise. Um, end of the day, though, I think we are going to see Michigan State on one end, um, and then we're going to see, out of the other end, Illinois out of nowhere. Okay. I'm not I'm not upset about that. I can I can get with like I'm not going to I'm not going to say that, but like I can get with it. I, Indi- I, Illinois what, is what you said what you said about cannibalism is very true. And speaking of And calling it the Pac-12 football of college basketball like also weirdly makes sense. Yeah. And uh let's let's so let's move on with that cuz another conference that cannibalizes each other is the Big 12. Yes, because every team that loses in the Big 12, it's actually a win. Yeah. And it's like SEC football. Yeah. They're and all quality losses. Yeah. Yes, they're all quality losses, so therefore the fact that you never win doesn't mean anything. And <laughs> that I saw something that if Oklahoma, who's the bottom seed, they're the 10 seed, if Oklahoma wins the, the Big 12 conference tournament, that they might have a chance – that, that there could be a chance that the whole Big 12 Conference <laughs> makes it in the tournament. That would be the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> but hey, I would sign up for and, that. And, and, and disclaimer, potentially, but like it, it won't. Yeah. Because they won't win it, and Texas Tech's not making it. Their coach just got dismissed uh, for telling a black player that he should be more coachable by uh, quoting a Bible verse about um, a servant, about a slave serving his master. So, yeah, that's not a good look. So, not great. I mean, at least tell me it wasn't Old Testament. It probably was. Which okay. there, therefore, you should never use the Old Testament for anyway. It, it's <laughs> very, it's very hard to apply, and we are very religious people. Yeah. Um, this is a pro-religion podcast. We are pro-religion, pro-faith, but it's very hard to take anything from the Old Testament from its con, like with no, to, with no, to little, to, to little to no context, and then apply it to your everyday life without probably offending somebody, probably offending somebody or a whole country or a whole yeah, set groups. of people. It's Let's, best. It's best to just sort of leave the Old Testament alone. Let's face it, there are some parts of the Old Testament I'm really good at following. Uh, I haven't killed anyone, for one. Nor nor sacrifice. Nor has God killed you. This is also true. Uh, (laughs) Let's see, I haven't committed adultery. Lots of good stuff in there. At the same time, there's lots of stuff in there that I have violated often. I love bacon. Guys, I'm not going to keep it secret. (laughs) But that kind of violates the Old Testament. So if you're going to just randomly pull stuff out of there willy-nilly, you're going to have a bad time. Gee, that's why we have our legal counsel to make sure that we don't... So Mark Adams, Texas Tech's coach, is really just pro-bacon. Free this man. You can do anything wrong. Anyway, the bracket. All right, so I'm going to go back to what I said before. If If I can remember this. Back to sports. I think, did I say that I... You might have to help me. I think I said Texas would win the regular season, 
Kansas would win the Big 12 tournament, and Baylor would do the best Yeah, in the, in the NCAA tournament. I'm still going to stand by that. It's really anyone's game. Baylor's a four seed, though. But I'm not really buying Kansas State still. I'm trying to I, – I, I just – I can't – Bring myself to it. Uh, you know, I, I could I could see them making a run. Like if they yeah. made a run to the Final Four, even that wouldn't necessarily surprise me. Kansas State, Kansas State, that is like they. But I also it's possible, but I'm not expecting it. Yeah, I I kind of see them as like a uh, like a three seed that gets upset in the second round. That's kind of how where I see Kansas yeah. State. I think Baylor the first. I can we'll see if I how crazy I'm feeling. There's a who was it? It was UAB was a 14 seed and they played three seeded Iowa State. Yeah, and there, there was an upset. So 14 seed Yale over three seed Baylor. Remember when they asked him how did you not get as many rebounds as the other team? He said, you know, like when you go up, and you grab <laughs> the ball. They that, did that more than us. Yeah. I think that was a 14-3. Okay, I, I you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do because that game was insane. They that game was awesome. Yale had I think that was little, the same year. Yale I had, think that was the same day, maybe. I, I, I yeah, you, you might have to fact check. Yeah, that. let me fact Yale check. Yale had that. this little point guard. His name was Malachi. Ah, uh, his number five or number twelve. I don't know. It was Malachi something. Anyway, okay, I got this. March seventeenth, twenty sixteen. That was Yale over Baylor. Mackay Mason. Mackay Mason, that's it. Oh, it was that was a 12-5. Just kidding. So my entire point was actually just completely useless. But, so sorry. But <laughs> Mackay, Mackay Mason, everyone should look up his highlights that game. I've never seen yeah. I, I I've never seen anyone pop off like that in against a a Baylor team that was much better than Yale. Also it was a different year. <laughs> so, Nothing that I said had any relevance. So that, that was just inaccurate about everything. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thank goodness we have the Tan Man. Yeah. We have Tanner Picard here to, to fact check. should be a producer. Do, Tanner, do you want to produce for us? Does that mean I have to buy more Mountain Dew for future episodes? Yes. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll chip in. We'll chip in. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take turns. But yes, you would have to in turn take turns. Uh, uh, the cost of fame. I know. <laughs> Maybe, dude. We'll, we'll we'll contact. I'll buy the there. next one. But anyway, I'm going. I it's it's really anyone's game, honestly. Uh, I think uh, the three best teams. Although Kansas State is number three, I still think it's Texas, Kansas, Baylor. Uh, but Baylor and Kansas are on the same side. I think it's Kansas, Texas, and I think Kansas takes it pretty easily, and they go into the NCAA tournament as a favorite. Uh, a favorite one seed. A lot of people will be picking them, but that'll be for another day to see how they to see how they really do. But uh, I'm going Kansas, uh, Kansas, Texas. Pretty simple, nothing too crazy. Gotcha. I'm actually I'm going to go with Texas. Um, what you know what I would have gone with? So Eddie Lampkin today. You know the big man, like the big dude for TCU, like center, big beefy guy. Yeah, the big boy. Big yeah, guy. he, for personal reasons, is not with the team this week uh, at the Big 12 tournament, um, which is a huge loss. Hopefully he's okay personally and his family's okay um, as he's attending to whatever he needs to attend to. Um, that makes me not as confident in TCU. 
in this tournament uh, because I would have loved to ride with them. I won't quit TCU. Just I I'm just a very pro TCU person. I'm gonna go Texas yep. over Kansas in the Big Twelve title game, and I think I think you know you're gonna see Texas up by like eight with like a minute left. Texas just sort of catches fire, and I can see Bill Self standing there and just kind of having like a little smirk on his face, just like knowing like the bigger picture in play. Because Bill Self is, uh, he's gonna have his eye on the prize. That that guy is the best coach in college basketball. I don't think it's really debatable right now. Um, but yeah, I I'm gonna go Texas over Kansas. Because I like being interesting with these conference championship predictions because they're oftentimes very interesting. A lot of the national championship contenders, there's a good chance that the teams playing in the national championship this year will not have won their conference tournament. So, makes it fun. I'm going Texas over Kansas. You went Kansas over Texas. I'm going Texas over Kansas. All right, we're flipping and we're flopping over here. All right, Tanner. Any right. thoughts? Tiebreaker. I am going to say Texas. But it's going to be Texas over Baylor. And here's why. I think something incredibly stupid is going to happen to Kansas sometime in their next three games. Now, I have no idea. Is that a threat? (laughs) No. No. Tanner Picard is threatening the whole state of Kansas, by the way. As we speak, Lawrence, Kansas is trembling. The Tan Man is going to take out Grady Dick before... Their no. game with Baylor in the sense. Here's what I mean. I think he's going to foul out from something silly and unexpected and absolutely, you know, off the wall. I think it's just going to happen. And I think we're going to see Baylor emerge from the dust. Okay. Make it to the final and lose to Texas. Okay. I like it. I think, I think it's safe to say that Texas has the easier side. For sure. Especially with TCU not having everybody there. Heck, Kansas State, though, like in an individual game when it comes to Kansas State playing Texas, I'm not going to be like, oh, this is an easy win. I don't think Kansas State's a pushover. Oh, no. It's uh, not. But, but but their side is easier than just like playing um, um, like Baylor. Baylor scares me more. Baylor and Kansas not being on that side. Those are the two other best teams. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you one more super hot take. This game's going to happen in the next two hours. Who wins Oklahoma Oklahoma State? Are we going to see a red rivalry game between Texas and Oklahoma at this tournament? Uh, the question is, are we? Well, the, the reality is I actually don't really care about that game. because what, Oklahoma-Texas? Oklahoma versus Oklahoma State. So we got Bedlam for potentially the Red River rivalry. Exactly. Um, I, I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma can do whatever. They beat Bama by like seventy points randomly this year. Yeah, Oklahoma. They're weird. They have a one really good player that they basically just feed everything through him, and I think teams, especially in the Big Twelve, start to figure that out. Let me. I mean, I think BYU managed to pull that off a couple of years ago in the tournament. Made to the Sweet 16. Uh, yes, but that's because uh, I'm not going to say or compare this person to to a god, but uh, uh, it's because BYU had a godlike figure on their team 
which is Jim referred to at. Um, I thought you were going to say down hall. <laughs> it's just definitely not down hall. It's okay which, to make comparisons with um, different college basketball figures to God because there is one particular coach who lost in the Final Four last year who is no longer coaching that I have compared not to God but to Satan. So, <laughs> like we said, pro-religion podcast. Yes. We're, we're definitely pro-religion here. Grant Sherfield's his name out of Oklahoma. Okay. Um, he's their main go-to guard. Uh, got, do they still have – they still have the Groves brothers – Remember them from they Eastern do. Kentucky? Tanner Groves, though, has been kind of disappointing. He's like... He's just not He's just not I, enough of an athlete to be a good, like, a impact player, to be especially good at the Power 5 level. Well, I, I look at... He kind of reminds me of, like, Brady Manick. Yeah, like, but, that, like, that's in center form. But, but a slightly worse, like, a worse version of him. Yeah. You know, uh... The line is even, so it could go either way. Uh, Oklahoma State, though, a lot of their guys, they're it's more spread out. Like the scoring is more spread out. Yeah, uh, they're more they're more of a team oriented. Yeah, they're they're a decent team. They're more of a team oriented team. They so it's yeah. just whoever has the hot hand that night. Mm-hmm. Iowa State's very much the same way, um, but uh, I, I think I think Oklahoma State takes it, but. It potentially could be a red river, red river rivalry for basketball, but except this time, um, what did did football? Didn't Oklahoma? No, Oklahoma got blown out of the water, right? This past year, in what? In the in Texas, Oklahoma, didn't yeah, Oklahoma yeah, just yeah, get yeah, killed? Texas killed them, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be a two point of that cool. of that curve. So. Uh, let's go to the Big East here, and then after that, we just got Pac-12, and and then we can briefly uh, we can't we can't let the Madison Square Garden or the P6 is Big East, Big East. So who who else are we missing? ACC, Pac, Pac, SEC, SEC. That's it. That's it. So let's go Big East, SEC, Pac. We're okay. talking power conferences, Mountain West. Moving on um, <laughs> from from whatever comment was made. Um, the Utah State, my gosh, dang it! Um, they're actually they actually are a pretty good team. Utah State, I will say. Yeah, but stop they, talking about them. Don't. They're the last four in on the latest bracketology. Yes, they've been uh, bubbled for so long. They're and, on the right hand fire. And the glorious part about that is that every Mountain West team will lose, with the exception of potentially San Diego, San Diego State. State as an eight nine matchup. So, yes. um, but they, if they're a six, they will lose. You know, speaking of speaking of cannibalism. Um, I mean the Big East. Yeah. How how was? Am I looking at this right? Is Marquette the five seed? Am I looking at the right one? You are not, because they no. they won the regular Marquette's season by by two games. Yeah, I was yeah. okay. I was like, yeah, Marquette's number one. Uh, number two, you got Xavier. Three, Creighton. Uh, four, UConn. I don't know what maybe, maybe that was women's or maybe that was last year. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I had Providence as the one, whatever one I was looking I, at. I think this is a harder one, with the exception of one team, and I think you'll know who this team is. It's hard to find a team outside of that top four 
this could be Biggie's could be kind of chalky, but like not. But it's fine because you have four teams that feel pretty even at the top. Plus Villanova's coming on strong. It wouldn't shock me to see them sort of make a run. I'm not saying I think they'll win, but like they could upset one of those four teams. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm not high on Marquette. Uh, I, I I just am not. Uh, but I can't look past what they did in conference play. Uh, they played very well. Obviously, they're the one seed. Um, I think they're a slight step above the rest of the teams. I think the UConn Providence, Xavier Creighton, they're all very even. It's a crapshoot. You yeah, may as well yeah. flip a coin with those guys. Like you said, Villanova has been making strides in the right direction. Um, DePaul just beat Seton Hall. Uh, we just saw that right before we started podcasting. Uh, but I don't think, like, uh, St. John's or Butler, or even DePaul, I don't think they can no. make, really make a run. No. Like you said, Villanova very much can. Would not be surprised. Yeah. Um, with you, I don't think they'll win, but I can see them making a run. I think oh, – man, Providence can make – can play with those that top group, maybe. Yeah, I'm just going to – I think I don't, I don't even know. I, you know what? I'm not even gonna pick. I'm not even gonna pick because I, I it's so dang even. You may as well. I'm it's, gonna. I'm just gonna say it's gonna be a battle of the of the bland, the Blands jerseys of Xavier and Providence. I'm gonna say it's either. I will not make a firm pick, but I think it'll be either Creighton or Marquette. I love that we just picked that. I picked the two of the top teams, and then you just picked two of the other top teams. Yeah, that's why we zig and we zag, we flip and we flop, dude. I love that, that we said that's why this podcast. We said, we said there are four clear top teams. Any of the four could win, and then we individually just collectively said that it will be one of those. Four. Remember when UConn was like number one or number two? Yeah, I'm still sort of like part of me is like wanting to see if that if that like comes back. Because I think they very well – if they play like they did early in the season, they're the best team in this conference. But it's obviously Marquette right now. Creighton can do it. Xavier's talented too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, should we move forward? Chairman, what do you think? Xavier, that being said, I don't follow the Big East. Those were always the random teams. I had no idea who or where they were whenever I made a bracket. It's the Northeast. Yes, I know that. It doesn't matter. It's, just, it's all the same thing. Look, as far as I'm aware, Big East is like all the schools are on the Ivy Leagues that just aren't that smart. Yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, those are all the kids that couldn't get into the Ivy Leagues. So they went to Xavier. Yes. Instead of, uh, instead of Connecticut or Vermont or Cambridge, Massachusetts, they ended up going to Cincinnati. Through school. Oh, um, dear. Heaven help. We're going to be Bengals fans. Oh, sigh. Long sigh. Anyway, let's move on to the SEC, and we'll wrap up with Pac-12 and other high teams, potentially talk more a little bit about Houston. Pac-12 and SEC. Gonzaga. Yeah, let's go SEC here. Um, 
Alabama is the top seed, but there's a lot going on. We talked about it last podcast episode uh, with Brandon Miller. Um, I think there's a lot. There's too much going on right there for for um, for Alabama to really make an, an impact. Um, Missouri's the four seed over Tennessee. How did that happen? Tennessee uh, fumbled the bag. Tennessee's best player is also out for the season. Uh, well, so. Well, that's not happening. Take with that as you will. You know, I mean, I still can. Zakai Ziegler. Yeah, he's out. Oh, Ziegler. Dang. Yeah. Towards ACL last week. Mm. You don't get too many of those in this life. That you don't. Uh, that's my cousin who's torn his three times. So. Yeah. Uh, and one time he tore both of them at the same time. So, anyway, poor guy. But, uh, you know, I, I can see – I mean, I can actually see Arkansas making a run. Uh, they play Auburn, and then they if they won, they play they would play A&M. And if they won that, they potentially play Kentucky. So, I think it's very doable. I mean, I still probably think Alabama takes it. Um but no one in the SEC really impresses me right now. I think Kentucky also makes it to the championship. Uh, Kentucky, Alabama, and give me Alabama. That's the easy answer. But you never know. Last year, Texas A&M, who didn't really have any business being, they were like in the bubble. They were like not even. They weren't even on the bubble, but because they made it to the championship. Uh, they ended up being on the bubble, not making it, but they were one seed in the NIT. So that's uh, anything can happen. So uh, I'm, but I'm going to rock with the best team on the court, but will their off the court issues affect what happens on the court? I think the answer is yes. That's why I am going with the Aggies, Texas A&M to win the SEC. I agree. I'm going with what Tanner says. I like this AM team a lot. I, They're awesome. I I haven't watched a lot of them, so I admittingly I just They're I just, just don't solid. Know. They, I, I just know I just know they lost they lost a, a kind of a tough game to Mississippi State to end the year or near the end of the year. Well they ended the year by beating them. They, yes, that that they did. Mm-hmm. But I like to look at uh, I like to look at people's flaws. Um, I, I don't look at See, positives. I only look at what you did last. <laughs> the What's the last thing you did? Is that good or bad? That defines it. You know? So those are our flaws as analysts. Yes. So, it, yes, as analysts, I'm going to say that right there explains why we're all single a lot. That coming from the person who has a girlfriend, that that kind of hurts. Yeah, okay. you know, Tanner, it's you know, you know wait, I guess we can, you know, we'll accept that answer anyway. We'll yeah, I'll, I'll go, I'll go A and M, and if not A and M, Kentucky. Yeah, um, let's go, let's go, Pac twelve here. There's like two options. There's really two <laughs> options. I don't really see any other team making a run besides UCLA or Arizona. Like, is the there any? Is there another tournament team? USC. Maybe USC. They're the three. I think they're supposed to be like the projected as like a 10. According to Did they also get a new coach or something? 
USC. Yeah. Why would they be in the dance otherwise? <laughs> no, they they've been good lately. They're in the were they in the, they were in the tournament last well, year as a ten or seven that lost Miami. Yeah, I, th- I think they're a seven. And then the pre and then the year before that they had Evan Mobley and lost to Gonzaga. Uh, they're a pretty good program, right? Yeah. Now. Well, you have Drew Peterson and yeah. you have Boogie Ellis. Yeah, 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 two for the experienced guys at Pretty the charge. Talented guys. Well, I think they would have to play Arizona on that side of the bracket. Oh, yeah, yeah, Arizona yeah, yeah. has too much. Yeah. Uh, I was just trying to bring up someone that wasn't one of those two teams. I, briefly. yeah, but UCLA Arizona is going to be a really fun game. Uh, you know, apart from like how terrible the Pac-12 is and a lot of things, and how much the, it makes my eyes bleed. I do like what they have to offer uh, with those two with teams. those two teams in the Playing championship show. game. So. Uh, I'll go UCLA, uh, but I think it's I, I think it's going to come down to the big guys in Balo or um, the other big guy for Arizona. Um, Tubelis. Tubelis, yeah. Or is Jaime Jaquez going to be too much Tiger for them? Campbell. The, the one, the one um, uh, thing to mention is Jaden Clark. He's their third best, like, he sort of emerges their third scorer and their best defender is out for the season with apparently like a I think it's Achilles. Dang. Um so time. all the teams that I like are losing their like as in like I think they're good. Yeah. Are losing people. Um so for that reason, we're gonna see. I think this is gonna be like if they're able to I think it'd be a statement like a hey, we can still win the title and make a final four run. Uh, and be a title contender if we win this Pac-12 tournament without Jaden Clark. In the meantime, I'm going to guess that Arizona grabs this one. But if not, and UCLA wins, I think that's a reason to believe that they still can win the whole thing, even without Jaden Clark. So I'm going to go with Arizona, uh, but wouldn't be shocked if UCLA pulled it off. And if UCLA pulls it off, that's very impressive, and I will really like them in the tournament. Love it. Tam Man, your Pac-12 analysis? Yeah. Uh, I haven't been watching Pac-12 as much. Um, defense player of the year, Jane Clark? I think only for the factor of being a little oppositional. I'm going to say Arizona wins it all over Washington State. Um, <laughs> is it off the cuff? Yes, but hey, Washington State is a five seed. I think they can manage to win their first game. From there, they beat Oregon through, you know, they edged out in a close one. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't to say I hate on UCLA. I've got connections with that school uh, personally, but I just think that any tournament, you should have some level of craziness that goes into any conference tournament. And you're predicting that it will go in Washington State's favor. I will say, well, Washington State, I like Washington State to also make the final if two things happen. They bring back former head coach Tony Bennett from the University of Virginia, along with his best player while coaching Washington State, we recruited Clay Thompson. So if we get the Tony Bennett-Clay Thompson combo reunited in Washington State, uh, with Washington State as they enter the tournament, I, I also like Washington State to. I mean, hold up. So, Pac-12 tournament <laughs> taking place in Vegas, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say I think we're going to see Washington State pull off some gritty 
neutral site, quote unquote, because we know how Las Vegas is with all those Southern Al- Southern California residents. I think Wazoo's going to grit it out in a tough, rather hostile environment. Uh, of Las Vegas, uh, yeah. of T-Mobile Arena. So, um, all right, sweet. Well, let's let's go yeah, over yeah. briefly some some other teams not in these big conferences. So, in the top twenty-five, the AP top twenty-five, you have Houston, you have Gonzaga. You have St. Mary's. I'm with you. And you have San Diego State. You also have the first team, so like technically 26, the first team to be receiving votes is Oral Roberts, followed by FAU, Florida Atlantic, followed by the Tan Man's own Utah State. (laughs) I thought you were going to say Washington State. Not Washington State, but Utah State. Um Unfortunately, no one from my favorite conference, the Atlantic 10, is going to uh, do anything. Do anything. A team that did punch their ticket that I do like, a team that punched their ticket to the NCAA tournament, College of Charleston, I think they'll be a lethal 11 or 12 seed um, from the CAA. Uh, and I could see them making a Sweet 16 run. UVU in their tournament. They're projected to play Virginia in Orlando. So shout out Jeff and Shelley. We will be coming and staying at your place and watching Utah Valley University beat my Virginia Cavaliers by eight. And then proceeds for us <laughs> to go to Las Vegas to continue seeing UVU's Final Four run. Um, Beating Gonzaga and UCLA in the Sweet 16 in <laughs> Elite. No. Other than that, I mean, obviously, I think Houston Gonzaga. I like Memphis. They're not a power five. They're in the not a, but they gave Houston a run for their money. Uh, they did. Uh, it's a Houston buzzer beater. To Houston win. buzzer beater to win. Um, They're a team that a one seed doesn't want to play. In the correct. as an eight as an eight or nine seed, you don't want to play Memphis. I, I agree. Memphis State. Yeah. Memphis State. Memphis correct. State. Yeah. Unis. I mean, but other other than that, I really don't see any other teams worth mentioning as far as those. But just keep your eye out on them, and Selection Sunday is coming coming up on us, guys. So I'm assuming our next pod, since we've covered everything up until the next podcast, we'll have a bracket. We'll have a bracket. We'll be filling it out with our three best friends. Shout out our three best friends. Shout they, they're just so great. Please, I love. They're shout, just the shout best. Shout them out. They have names. I just, I just school. love Megan, Megan, and Suze. They're the best. Um, they're they're stunning and brave. Um, and they're gonna be on here and and they know ball and they know ball. They and know ball. Make I'm fantastic excited. Fantastic picks. I'm excited. And I'm so excited. For I'm ex- it. I'm excited to see what what they bring to the yes. table here. So, Tamman, thank you, legal counsel. Till next time, and that's a wrap. See you guys. <laughs>